Hello, wrestling fans. Quentin Charisma. Hey, that's me. Today, I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma. Once again, we are smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review. We had a few weeks off, Quentin. <laughs> yeah, your uh, old cellulitis. Uh, be, return on me, so. <laughs> yeah, well, between that and getting my window smashed out in Knoxville, uh, yeah, we we had a bit of a run of bad luck, but we're back and we're ready to go, ready to review some wrestling. Yep. So let's go ahead and get started because uh, I know we've already got it pulled up because we did it in the uh, little pregame meeting. The first match of the evening. This was Quentin's pick from three weeks ago, I think. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, uh, like it. This is uploaded by our friend over on YouTube, Kasushi Sakuraba. Please be sure to like and subscribe to their YouTube channel. The match is from January 4th, 1980, and it sees Les Thornton versus Jonathan Boyd. And if we're all set to triple zeros, we will hit play in three, two, one, play. All right. And this is Sam Houston Coliseum. It just popped up on the screen. Mine didn't even pop that up. No, really? Yeah. Well, hold on. There, well, now mine says Lord Les Thornton is Jonathan Boyd and it went back off. Yeah, I went into that uh that, that NWA screen because this is obviously yeah. from the NWA tapes. Yeah. I I just noticed something. Look at that. It's a two this must have been a two ring battle royal night. We've got another graphic that says Jonathan Boyd. And you know, if you if you're not familiar early Jonathan Boyd, you would not know this is Jonathan Boyd. <laughs> no, yeah, he's wearing the, the multicolors. He's uh he's got hair. Yep. Beard, hair, and don't look nothing like him. It, this is another, this is very graphic. strange uh lower thirds after the match has already started. What the uh give him the graphics? Yeah, like the match has already started. Yeah. Usually that's before yeah. whoa. What was that? <laughs> oh, he's choking him. Okay, I was like, what is going on? I couldn't see what was going on. Oh, oh, he ain't taking it. Look, he's firing up on him. Uh, he's cowering off. I thought, uh, uh oh, Thornton went to take the arm, and Jonathan Boyce was like, no. No, you can't have it. Yeah. Headlock, ooh, into a top wrist lock. That's nice. Everybody thinks Jonathan Boyd was blood and guts, but nope. Well, I think they think that because that's what he made money doing. Yeah. Well, he made money in the early, you know, in the Royal Kangaroos, but. Yeah, that's true. But, well, there's not a lot of, and there's not a lot of footage out there of it, too. So. Well, Most and he was, he is. wasn't the original, right? What's that? He wasn't the original Kangaroos. Royal Kangaroos, not the Fabulous. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Oh, I keep always forgetting his name. Norman Frederick Charles III, when that is his partner, I think. Remember the Royal Kangaroos? I like that you're asking me like I was even alive during that time. <laughs> oh, snatch your leg. There we go. Oh, that was sweet. Did you see that? That was nice. Yeah. Hey, what a what a slick uh slick little flip bump too. Yep. That's a big dude. Yeah. Who wasn't known for leaving his feet an awful lot. I thought there was more real kangaroo footage because 
I think he rest, was actually wrestled a lot. Snatched but, leg again. It was like when you would see Dusty moving when they were the Texas Outlaws on those old, old tapes. Exactly, yeah. And you're like, holy crap, what, head scissors yeah. and stuff like that? I dare the bump again. And there's like a nice little crisp flip bump, don't it? Yeah, and it doesn't look like he's just taking a bump. It looks outlandish. like he's getting thrown over, yeah. Yeah, yeah it don't look outlandish. My top wrist slot. Complain about these. <laughs> At least. Complain about the hair. Bronco says no. <laughs> Bronco ain't going to do anything anyway. Oh, he just, just seen him use Bronco as a, as a He spotted him. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> Working the arm there. Yeah, this is a this is more wrestling than I thought we'd see in a Jonathan yeah. Boyd match. Yeah. Yeah, makes you, like I said, makes you want to go find some all of the kang Royal kangaroo stuffs out there because yeah, he's actually tried to wrestle in this, so which I'm sure he had brawl during some heat too. Yeah, yeah, we but, haven't we haven't got there yet. And he and he already started with the uh the lockup choke, so yeah. <laughs> He's not scared He's to go cheap with it. He's selling the wrist good. Oh, that poke. That There we oh. go. Whips him off. I thought he was going to leapfrog. Whoa. Oh, man. What? I think he wanted to bump over, but he didn't. He didn't. He was a little too far away, I think. Man, the power in the legs of Les Kelly. Or uh, Les Thornton, Les Kelly. Oh, headlock. Oh, oh, little thumb to the throat. Looks like, wasn't it? Yeah, the old Sabi Saba. Yeah. Yeah, here, here comes the beat down. I think he went used to that 20 foot ring. He was going to take the bump over the top. Nice chin lock there. Going to go for the ropes. Yep, he got the rope. Yeah, they, they are. Right. They, they definitely misjudged the length of the ropes on that. Yeah. Right there, he's, he's here's his sheep herder stuff coming in. Well, now he grabs a wrist. Well, there you go, hammerlock. Yeah, them, them kangaroos are wrestlers. Well, look at him, got him on the mat. There you go. I'm kind of surprised. Oh, oh, and that was nice. Did you see that? That's that pretty sweet. sweet. That was sweet, wasn't it? I, I wish we could get get sound on this just because like I can't tell what the people are like. Uh, there's yeah. little kids are yelling and stuff like that, but there's no like big applause. Yeah. I'm sure this is early in the night. You know. I'm just trying to give them a good little wrestling match to get them going. Makes use to yeah, they're ready for some. Wild antics going. Oh, they just kick him in the knee. They actually kick yeah. him in the knee. Oh, that's that's good. That's different. Kicking him in the knee. Oh, nice. Look at that. Uh, we get it, Boyd. You can flip. <laughs> Bar in the knee. These flippy kids to a, today. Is he gonna roll over to a half crab? Maybe. I don't know. 
That's what Bronco is thinking watching Jonathan Boyd do all those flips. He's flipping kids <laughs> today. <laughs> Spot monkey. <laughs> Back in my day, we'd hold this hold for 90 minutes. Yeah. Oh, here he comes. We'll kick him off. Oh, he's aiming. The f- oh, that was nice. Did you see that? He- oh, dude, that was sweet. Put his foot on his face and hit his hit his knee. Snapped his own knee. That was David, I like that. You've really you've never seen that for real. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's, it's, it's an old British thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's British. Just walking a leg. Is he name? Well, I can't tell what that was. I mean, you tell this is younger, more mobile Bronco. Look at him. He's down to a knee. Yeah, he's down. He's in one knee down there and actually look at the action. <laughs> this is first match of the night. Uh-oh. What did this happen? What was that? I don't know. He went over to the crowd was yelling. There comes a cop. Did they throw something at him or something? Maybe. They're making – I think something happened. Oh, he's firing up. Boom. Whip him off. But we got big punch to the gut. We get it. Knee. <laughs> Cover. Big slam. Cover. Something happened because he just stopped middle of the match, went over and started getting on dude. Oh, that's a nice backbreaker. No, that was one of the best-looking backbreakers. Oh, but he sold his own knee. Yeah, because Boyd been working his knee, remember? Yep. So that's good. I'm going to psychology on that. I'm more interested in what but happened. Just, in the... he just went over just, uh, he just let, Boyd, let go of Boyd when I was yelling at dude. <laughs> something happened. He must have threw something or something, and I don't know. Something happened. I did like that boy boy oh. took it. Off the top, double X. One, two. That's the finish. Oh, oh wow. Hey man. He's selling that knee like still crazy. No, it's 1980. Double X is a big finish. He's selling the knee. So the double act, yeah, and coming back, but hurt his knee. And then was just let left prone, couldn't do anything. Yeah. Double yeah, act. Double act just to, that's it. Yep. Double act was just there to, to get him back down for the cover. But he, his knee was done. Basically is what, what the psychology of it was. That's it was fun. a good little simple, easy match. I mean, you know, not a lot of, uh, it was good little wrestling. Uh, Boyd actually wrestled some more. I thought he was going to, was, you know. Had a little, little, a few little neat, neat little things in there to spice it up a little bit, you know. Like I said, it's probably early in the card. What was it, eight minutes? So, you know, they after they got intro, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it didn't need to have a lot. It just had enough to get them going, and it had good psychology because Boyd worked the knee, and then uh, he came back on him with a backbreaker, and it hurt his knee even more. But the thing was, he he had Boyd down. Was working on him and just stopped and went over and just got on dude. Yeah, something, something happened. Ha- yeah, something happened. And then the cop come over there. So I'm wondering if he threw something in, maybe try to hit 
boy and hit Thornton instead or something. I mean, I just don't see him yelling something at him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something, something happened. Yeah. Him just as, you know. Yeah, no, something de- definitely happened. And I, I did like that they're, you could tell they're pros, though, how they, I think now if that happened, the guy who's getting beat up would just lay there and stare at it. Yeah. I like that he went up, took over, and then turned it right yeah. back around. Yeah. Man, I, I, was, I was happy. That was a good little match. Oh, yeah. I said it wasn't nothing real flashy because it didn't need to be because it was in the spot of the card. And um, it, the, the finish was kind of made you like, uh, but then if you thought about it, you know, the boy worked the knee. He tried to come back on him, him that backbreaker, but it, it tore up his knee even more. So, and basically the double axe was just enough to get him down because after the pin, he still, he wasn't selling anything but that knee still. So, yeah, it was good, simple. I liked it, enjoyed it. Nice little match. All right. So now I have no idea where we're going. I was trying to say where we'd go next, but I don't know where it is. I know I only know it's in the spring of 84, but it's time for my pick from three weeks ago. And this is brought to us by a newcomer here on YouTube, uh, NYKid84. And the match, again, from the spring of 1984 is Sergeant Slaughter versus David Schultz. Do you have an ad on yours? Uh, I already played through the ad on mine, but yeah, you'll probably get an ad. So, but yeah. one, once you get past that ad, go ahead and get zeroed out, and we will all hit play together in three, two, one, play. I right, got the Sarge coming from behind in the back. Oh, the Sheik! Did you see that? Yeah, oh, she she was just hanging out. Oh, and that the dude in the suit's laughing. <laughs> Wow, that was interesting. <laughs> the dude with the jacket on, he's still giggling. That one dude over his grubbing, see him to the left, he's eating something. <laughs> I don't think anybody expected this camera shot to be this long. I don't either. Is that Blasey in the very back coming out the doorway? I think it was Blasey. Man, they should have they should have switched to this shot like way beforehand. Yeah, yeah, because they that was no okay fable on that, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I hope last, I hope they're playing like I pledge allegiance to the flag right now, but I don't well, think they you are. Noticed, I think because you think about it, this is probably I don't know what time period it is, but they built up a little bit. Then they did the thing with um, the sheik and because remember because they did the same thing where they ran into each other coming back and forth from the rain, actually in the aisleway. So I'm wondering if they showed this, you know, a little little bit, of, you know, earlier time period, you know. Well, hey, they run into it again. You know, they run, keep running each other back and forth into the ring, you know. Look at the people. They're going ape crap. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, this is G.I. Joe time. Nah, he is over. Yeah, this is, this is G.I. Joe time. There was a Cobra. He had just turned. He had just turned babyface. Because he was a hill up there, America's Because he had the street fight with Patterson and all yeah. that. Yeah. So he had just turned recently babyface. He's there eating it up. Look at him. Was this, that say Spectrum on the, the mat? I couldn't tell. I can't tell either. We got two uh, refs out there. And the ring announcer shall not be named. 
There's something yeah. on that map. Spectrum. Spectrum. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, they got two refs for some reason. Is it the stripes and then they got Dick Worley? David Schultz is so good. I mean, it was. <laughs> I, I, I like the fact that they're they're booing a legit Vietnam veteran. <laughs> and they're cheering though, God, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I told you, I believe, the pro, one of the promos leading up. To yeah, that. you told me. Yeah, last, on last episode, you told me about that. <laughs> yeah, the uh, steel toe boot promo. Boot. Yeah. yeah. He's got his little, I don't know, what's that thing called? Riding crop. Riding crop, okay. Why do look at two referees. This is so dumb. There might be a reason for it. You know, it might be. Because they're hot for this match. This might be a, they might have had it the month before and they brought it back with two refs. Yeah. Man, I didn't realize Sergeant Slaughter is the one who started the weight belt trend. Not really a weight belt, but we'll go with it. <laughs> it was a weight belt. That was a his military belt. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. weight belt. Uh-oh. Face to face here. Oh, block it. Move. Look at they're going nuts just off our punches. Holy smokes. Good punches. Good oh, big wind up. Boom. Powdered out. Is he going after him? Yep, there we go. Oh, bring him back in. Oh, maybe. Nope. Yep. <laughs> oh, he's all in the ropes. The doctor's just trying to get his footing. Yeah. Oh, big Bill's the hair. He's selling the hair. Definitely got it. They never sell the hair. Oh, oh yeah. They, they're too worried about selling the bump. Yeah, sell the hair. Oh, nice elbow. Man, this will be a good match listening to the volume up because they're going crazy. Uh, yeah, I they, bet they, they hated Dr. D, man. Yeah, I bet this was something they brought back. Oh, he's on the floor. Here he goes. He's going to get him. The table shot. Boom. Oh, that's a small table. Almost like a Japanese table. Look how thin it is. Narrow, you know? Yeah. They are going crazy. Oh, going back out, maybe. Uh oh, it's going to the, surely not gonna come off the top onto the floor. No. Nope. <laughs> not today. Yeah, and he'll play it off like the ref made him get down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're holding the little box there so they don't they don't pull it off the little table there. On his shoulders, he's, he's a little, uh, a little hard to handle. Well, I'd be glad that wasn't funk because he would have that table all up under. Uh oh, was it? Oh, that's nice. Funk would have had been tied up at the table with the cords and everything else, wouldn't he? That would have been off TV. <laughs> yeah, had to pull the, had to pull the, everything would have been gone. No, all the cords. Well, that was odd. Yeah. Back in the corner, then shot him into the Oh, nice punch. Oh, 
cover. Oh, no, I, I don't want to do. Covers gonna pull him up. That didn't make sense. I don't want to do. They were throwing crap in the ring. Did you see that? Yeah, I, I don't want to do spoilers, but I think from just like some of the comments I read on this, uh huh, that Slaughter gets legitimately hurt at some point. Oh, right there, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that looked good. I tell you, if you got to watch them old ring posts, because sometimes, because everybody's ring, ring posts are different. Sometimes they they don't have, they have still have lug have nuts and stuff sticking out bolts, mm-hmm. and not even where the buckle goes. Yeah. So I mean, they hit that. That looked that looked good. Yeah, the way he's selling it, I don't think that's a legit. Oh, one second here. I'll say he took a good bump, but he kind of had to on that. I think it might have been that he's doing he's doing his hand weird. It might it might hit that that post a little too hard. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it was that. It was that. Yeah, close on. Maybe not kick out. Yeah, he, he's either knocked out or hurt his neck. Something. I think he's got a stinger because the way he's moving. That's that not hand. Just a stinger. Yeah, hit that post way too hard. Yeah, Schultz kicked out himself. <laughs> yeah, look how ginger it is picking him up. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Now, this is going good, too. I'll be hurt, too, back to she's slamming him. Well, he, he was light on it, but. Uh, then I think Dr. D's like, hey, baby, you got a spot where we can go home. Here we go. Look how loose some ropes are. Oh, how about the shoulder it's hurt because he just laid it all on it. <laughs> What an elbow, though. Oh, yeah, it looked good. He was way out. He was almost halfway out there. Dr. G is so underrated. Yep. Get some heat from the crowd. Yeah, and letting Sarge oh, come back to life. One of the ropes, he just so, so flint, just loose. Oh, he's going to the top. He's gonna miss. He's gonna well, them ropes are so lucky. God, yeah, it's hard to get up there and them ropes moving like that. Well, yeah, especially and backward then, the way he was going. He miss? Yeah. That was a horrible camera angle. Should have flipped you the hard on that one. Hard camera. Oh, here they come. Slowly but surely they come up. Boom. <laughs> he ran from way back on that one, didn't he? Oh, that was a he, Because he was hurt. That had to be. Hurt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's real yeah. hurt. Yeah. He got a stinger off that, that post because he hit it hard. Man, that was was a bit, was a good match till that happened. 
I think it was still a good match after. Oh, yeah, it's still good. The the, the only part was that first that first kick out that didn't happen. Yeah. I was still for for somebody to be hurt in head, that, that was really good. But just I mean, it would have been really, really, really good. It was going good. Yeah, he's hurting bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure this match is supposed to go on long, a lot longer too. It was what it was about nine minutes. Oh, did you just cut the bus Sawyer? Yeah. And Captain Lou. Oh, that's all. <laughs> all right. It was good, but it'd been really, really good if he wouldn't have got hurt. But he hit that post, man. Flying. Hit that post hard. But yeah, for for some action, somebody got hurt him. Usually it usually it just falls apart when somebody gets hurt. That wasn't bad at all. Except like I said, the kick out thing. That was I don't think Schultz really realized how hurt he was. First of all, he's hurt, you know, he no. He should be able to kick out, and then he didn't he realize he wouldn't kick out. So he had to, he had to hop up off from me. <laughs> so, yeah, that yeah. that first one was was terrible. But I yeah. mean, I don't think he he knew how bad Sarge was hurt. Probably. Yeah, I don't think he did either. But yeah, like I said, usually when somebody gets hurt in a match, it falls apart bad. But they kept it together. So they have they have enough together to still have a good match out of it. That's one of those I wish it would have when they got. Well, we probably, if it wouldn't have got hurt, we wouldn't have seen it. We wouldn't have watched this because it had been longer. But I don't know these would you see with the crowd noise because they were they were going crazy. So that was a good, that's two good matches. We two good matches. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I thought so. Well, uh, so I'm kind of scared to ask, but where are we going next week? Or do you, or you have anything? I got something. <laughs> you say you don't or you do? I do. <laughs> okay. I don't know where it's from. It's somewhere in Europe, I'm assuming, or, or Africa. Steve That's... Regal slash William Regal versus the Mongolian Mauler. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I've got a couple. Is it Arthur Psycho or Born to Fight 92? Arthur Psycho. Okay. Like I said, I can't look up info on my TV, so I don't know any information about it. So. That's going to be an interesting one to watch. I'm excited about I that. Saw that. When I saw that, I was like, that's total, total styles class. Yeah. So. So, because you did that, <laughs> and, and because I didn't have anything, to be real, I, I, was, I was really kind of hoping you did. But I happened to uh, have a look. And you while you, segment, no, no, no. Man. I found something. Okay. Uh, this this is also from Arthur Psycho. I saw it in in his collection okay. while while you're while I was looking up yours. The match is from World of Sport. It's Kendo Nagasaki versus Colin Joinson, who apparently Colin Joinson is known as Bullfrog. Colin Joinson. Bullfrog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, Bullfrog. Yeah, I mean it, it had me at Kendo Nagasaki, but well, you know that's not the. Japanese Kendo Nagasaki, you know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this was a British guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you knew that or not. But some people don't realize there was two of them. So. Well, there's multiple Kendo Nagasaki's in the States. Was there? Yeah, they just put a hood on people. Kendo Nagasaki didn't wear a hood, wore makeup. The one over in uh, UK did. Yeah, but the one in America didn't. Eh. 
Mm-mm. You, you don't think Memphis brought in some mass kendo Nagasaki's? No, no, because it wasn't a mass gimmick when he started. When he came, when they when he came from Japan, it wasn't a mass gimmick. As far as I know, it wasn't. I think he, he gave have... companies like Memphis too much credit. <laughs> well, I see. Uh, uh, I oh, see uh, hey, I, I, I'm so I'm so sorry. By the way, this is playing in the background. The description says Bullfrog Joinston. Uh, the, again, the match is kind of just playing in the background while we we're talking, and I happen mm-hmm. to look over at him. He's Bulldog Joinson. Oh, not Bullfrog. Yeah. <laughs> Bullfrog, Bulldog. Hey, what's the difference? You know. <laughs> Man, Bullfrog would have been so funny. I know that would have been a lot better. <laughs> Bullfrog. Oh man. Oh well. <laughs> well, you know, what do you do? so it looks like next week we'll be going to england and wherever yours actually is yeah (laughs) i'll have to look it up is that the mongolian mauler dude that you knew yeah it's peter r miller is it okay that's peter r miller mr peter r miller yeah he lived in murfreesboro forever yeah yeah my dad knows him or knew him or yeah i think he's like in ohio or somewhere now i think i think he still lives around here i think I guess somebody said lives in Ohio or something now. But yeah, Peter R. Miller. <laughs> yep. He, um, he's the first person I've ever seen wrestle with contacts. Yeah, he contacts. had those crazy black contacts. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, do you want to uh, do that real fast? What I talked about earlier since we got about five, six minutes? Sure. Okay. Uh, since we changed our format, it's uh, we only do these short matches now. And we run across matches all the time there. Or, just too long to do. So I'm going to uh, suggest if you have an extra time, you want to see a good wrestle match, go uh, pull this up. The person is Neil McLerner. It's uh, Bob Backlund versus Pat Patterson, 730-1979. That is a great match. Really, really good. It's like 33 minutes long, so it won't fit in our category, but I've watched it before. It is really a good match. So if you um, like, so you got a little extra time, want to watch a good Good wrestling match, uh, old school wrestling match. Go check it out. And if you're not a Bob Backlund fan, trust me. If you think Backlund's boring, watch this match. And this match right here is, is will change your mind. Well, all, all around, but at least for this match, you'd be like, "Wow, was that Bob Backlund?" <laughs> so now that that's really does that's that just with both people, with both people in the match in the time frame involved. And, and Pat Patterson's a heel. That makes a lot of difference too. Yeah. No, absolutely. Right, well. This is before before he turned babyface up in WWW WWW three Ws. there. I always say New York. I remember some people don't realize that's what used to be called. And yeah, that's so. what the old old grizzled guys called WWF. Even though their territory hasn't been in New York since I don't know <laughs> when, when was Titan Towers bought. I don't know eighty four probably. Sorry. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, yeah, so, and it was WW, I think, or did they change it? It might have been 79. It was on that time period where they they dropped one of the W's, so. But anyway, go check that out. Neil McLerner on YouTube. Excellent match. Right on, man. All right, well, with that, guys, we'll be right back after these messages with the second half of the Territorial Wrestling Review. You've probably heard us mention crowbarpress.com, but let's get real for a moment. Scott Teal is crowbarpress.com. Scott has been writing about professional wrestling since 1968 and has edited, written, and published more than 100 books on the subject. 
Scott was also honored by both the Cauliflower Alley Club and the George Tragus Luthez Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame for his contributions as a professional wrestling historian and journalist. All this to say, Scott knows his stuff. But if you're not a big reader, hey, that's okay. CrowbarPress.com also has DVDs, magazines, photos, posters, and t-shirts, all fit for you or the old school wrestling fan in your life. So please, do us a favor and support our friend, friend of the show, Scott Teal, by visiting CrowbarPress.com, professional wrestling legends in print and video. The National Wrestling Alliance and Fight brings you the ultimate streaming service for everything NWA. This is NWA All Access. For just $49.99 a year, you'll get every single NWA pay-per-view, NWA Power days before the rest of the world, NWA USA, and special fight-exclusive content. All the pay-per-views, all the action, all the power. For only $49.99 a year, that's a savings of over $100 versus just ordering everything alone. To subscribe, visit fight.tv today. That's F-I-T-E TV. Join the thousands of fans that have already subscribed to the toughest brand of professional wrestling the NWA wrestling as it's meant to be. Like WWE Raw, but without the budget, WMF Medium Rare captured the chaos of live wrestling mayhem federation hardcore events held throughout Rutherford County, Tennessee in the early 2000s. This weekly series was produced by our good friend, Multimedia Monte Carlo, a local TV personality turned pro wrestling manager who would threaten to edit fans from the broadcast if they didn't give him his proper respect. So fast forward nearly 20 years later, and Mr. Carlo has brought WMF Medium Rare to YouTube. Mr. Carlo has painstakingly went back to the vault to bring this cult classic wrestling promotion back for a new generation of fans to witness. Check out WMF Medium Rare's channel over on YouTube and tell them we sent you. Wrestling at the Chase is back August 27th and 28th as the NWA returns to the historic Chase Park Plaza Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri for NWA 74. Two nights of incredible action featuring title offenses from all the NWA champions. Plus, NWA wrestling legends will be in the Coruscant Ballroom for NWA's 74th anniversary extravaganza. Tickets are moving fast, so get yours now at nwatix.com. That's nwatix.com. The NWA, wrestling as it's meant to be. All right, we're back for the second half of the Territorial Wrestling Review, um, where we talk about modern wrestling uh, as opposed to stuff back in the day and all around just kind of BS. Um, usually when we don't have any big topics to cover um, that we've discussed beforehand, the general go-to is the fact that I don't watch modern wrestling and I'm the vastly, vastly, vastly younger of the two. Um, vastly, <laughs> significantly younger. Um, <laughs> uh, and Quentin, who used to be the old curmudgeon in the locker room who had never seen a match past 1989, uh, <laughs> now watches and enjoys modern wrestling. So I always love having Quentin smarten me up to what's going on in modern wrestling. So Quentin, what happened on AEW? Well, um, I'm trying to think. A lot of, it, I don't know. The, I guess the biggest thing would have been they turned the Bucks. Um, the Bucks are back baby face. Yeah, and which I don't – they did it too soon. They turned uh, Adam Cole and uh, Riley Fish on, but they – from what I, unless it, this is a work, um, Fish is the only one that's medically clear to, to work. So I'm thinking, why would you do it if they're, the other ones are not ready to work, you know? Oh, or Cole so, and uh, O'Reilly Hurt? Yeah. 
Well, so I know who Cole was. I didn't know about O'Reilly. But Cole had like a, a torn labrum. They've had it since the New Japan Super Show thing. Oh, wow. He was working. I think that's what they said. It was a torn labrum he was working with. And they didn't, he didn't want to have surgery. He was just going to try to just heal up. So, um, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's just a storyline with O'Reilly or not, but that's what the storyline is. But, yeah, they turned them. They, and what I understand, you're going to turn them baby face. My whole thing is if you turn somebody, their heels, you're going to turn them, leave them laying. They didn't leave them laying. Big dramatic save? No, they didn't come back on. Paige made the save with the pipe, but they got back up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they didn't. They went home that long, that much. Still, I don't know. But I was always taught to let them, let them lay. And they actually, the very end, got back up to their feet. Especially to have as much heat as they did. You know, I mean, their heat was, you just wanted to punch them because they were, you know, not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what to call that heat. Their heat where you just want to, almost like a manager heat where you just want to get your hands on a little squirmy. Yeah. You know, you know so they had, you know, so, but I don't know. What, uh, but anyway, uh, first match was really good. It was um, Orange Cassidy and Jay Lethal. Oh, all right. That's not, that sounds right up your uh, right up your alley. It was really good. Um, tell you, um, I really like Orange Cassidy because like I said I understand his gimmick now, but he sells. I think he's really good at selling. He sells really, really good, and they they give little hope spots during his during the heat during his selling just to keep him enough alive. You know. Yeah. Um, the match was set up really good. Um, you know, at first I didn't really think. Yeah, the orange punch thing was stupid because he's so small. But if you watch MMA, especially UFC, you know, you have bantam weights and fly weights that can knock people out, you know? Oh, yeah, for and sure. Like, no, you're putting your whole body behind running and Jumping and putting all of this into the punch. It could be, it may, you know, I'll tell you, I've seen, I mean, you know, I've known small guys that can, it's got thunder in their fist, you know? So, I mean, it can happen. So, um, that was really good. Like I said, he sold really good. Matches put together really good. Um, his selling, I think, is what's getting me. He sells really good because he's soft, smaller. And he sells it, and the, and they're giving him just a little hope spot where he's because he don't do a lot. He does the same stuff, but it's put where it needs to be. You know, whoever's yeah. setting up his matches is is doing it right. You know, for for him, it, it's it. You know, I said his selling's good, and it, I understand his gimmick now. It's a gimmick, you know. It's the whole, throw you, you know, throw them off their game. Same thing, though, the game, game of Adrian Street, you know, it's just done a little different because, um, you know, but uh, just his actual work is, is, I think his work's solid. They did arm drag exchanges at the beginning. They were both really good deep arm drags. So that was a really good match. Um, Let me ask you about this. So I, I've got, I, I figured I'd go to a website that has the least wrestling stuff on the, on the results so that you can uh-huh. tell me the most of it, but it would yeah. just have highlights that I could ask you about. So I'm on Forbes.com because apparently they review wrestling. <laughs> Forbes. <laughs> um, apparently Satnam Singh comes out and Chuck Taylor has Trent <laughs> on his shoulders and a giant overcoat. Yes. <laughs> and Sanjay Dutt missed his cue. He was late. So it comes out. So then, here comes Chuck and Trent coming out, and he's taller than him, and he's coming toward him, 
so the big dude keeps coming according toward him is like all right they might have to touch and truth's like whoa he holds up his hands you know and finally duck comes out i was like you missed your cue dude they got too close you know i mean they were in touching distance basically you know saying come on oh no get back get back no 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 you know he missed his he, he missed his spot it was late you don't want to get them i mean they they should have touched because i mean that's how close they were and trent was holding up his hands like you know so yeah it was funny and then it's like oh that missed his cue it was too late you know yeah so it made it look stupid you know because why would he come at him and then just stop right there just look you know yeah it, it killed it he should have been out there sooner to cut him off like no 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 get back you know but it was funny up until that part, you know. And we, we covered the undisputed air, elite turns on the Young Bucks. Yeah. Uh, what about Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter against Thunderstorm? That was actually a good match. They all was on the same page for once. And it was good. Uh, and I thought it was a good match. But um, I don't know who's making the gear, but um, basically um, Jamie Hayter's got a thong now. <laughs> uh, what? what? What's Excalibur's line? You got to give the people what they want. Yeah, just don't get on her face. <laughs> but they got matching gear now, Britt Baker and um, Jamie Hayter. But yeah, it was, they were all four on the same page for once, and it was it was a good match. Uh, I enjoyed it. Was uh, was, was Ribble out there with them? Yeah, she took a bump on the floor. Of course she funny. did, because she's insane. It was funny. It was funny. It's comical. Big. It was a perfect comical bump. It was hilarious. She's the best. Yeah, Absolutely. she's she knows she knows her role of what she needs to do, and she does it. She does it perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So powerhouse Hobbs defeating Ren Jones. It was like a minute squash. Then Ricky Starks run out, fired up on him, and then he just drilled, just planted Starks, and walked off. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Starts oh, yeah, and apparently Team Taz is done. <laughs> yeah, Team Taz is done. Well, you figure that after last week with uh, – oh, sorry, we hadn't talked since then. Yeah, because um, – Oh, yeah, Hooks is the FTW champion now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. last week on one of them shows that, uh, yeah, uh, Starks beat Dan House, and they said he, he's just warming up. He wants another another match, so bring anybody out. Hook come out. He beats him. After it's over, they the fist bump. Hobbs comes out. He cuts a big promo. Ricky Starks does. You know, talking about how he's tired of getting looked over. He's it's his time. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I said. Remember I said a couple of weeks ago, I said he's ready. Yeah. Basically, what the promo was about. He's ready. It's his time. He's ready. And just right in the middle of the promo, Hobbs just murders him with a clothesline. Oh gosh. Out of, out of nowhere. I mean, just snug as snug can be. But uh, so I guess they're gonna work a program. I guess. But there's like no rhyme or reason. It's like, you know, which has to do a lot of their stuff has no rhyme or reason, but, you know, it is what it is, you know, so. Well, what about this blast from the past? Christian Cage and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the better matches I've seen Matt Hardy have in a while. He liked to be moving a little better. Because last few times I saw him, he wasn't moving too good. Yeah. So he's, he's moving a little better. Christian worked his butt off, bumping and stuff, making big bumps and so on for him. Uh so it wasn't bad for what it was. Uh, like I said, Hardy looked like he – still not the old Matt Hardy, but you tell his body is, is shot. But he, actually, but he did get around better than he usually did. So it wasn't bad for what it was. I, I've As always heard anybody I hear in an interview talking about working with Christian, they're like, you're better working with Christian. 
Yeah, he's a machine, dude. Yeah. Be that age, just he's just a machine out there. So, so like I said, before it was, it was a good, it's a good little match. So, no, no. Um, trying to think what else was. Uh, it says Ethan Page lets loose. Oh, he just comes out. There. I guess him and Skylar are done because he's up there. Basically, goes off about not getting no air time and this and that. And then half. I haven't seen any Dan Lambert stuff. Is he not there anymore? I don't know. I haven't been on there since since Sky lost the belt. So I guess he's done for now. Um, so uh, Hathaway came out there, gave him the car, and they walked off together. So I guess he's going to join Hathaway. Um, oh, this match looks fun. The acclaimed in the gun club. Oh, it was funny. Oh, my gosh, the rap. you got to go find the rap and listen to it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. It was hilarious. Oh, this was, was the dumpster match, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go find the rap, I'm sure, somewhere online. He shoots on, he says something about Vincent Man, and oh, it's hilarious. It is so funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a gimmick match. It was or it was. It wasn't bad. Um, the finish was pretty good. Um, um, I think it was, no, no, there's a main event. I think it was the last match, wasn't it? No, there, there. there was another match after it. What? What was it? So it's Chris Jericho and Wheeler Utah. Yeah, I'm saying that that was besides the main event. Was oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was what it was. You know, it's Jericho. You know, this match would have been good if it, would, if it was, you know, 20 year Jericho or 15 years Jericho, you know. But to be his age, though, he's, I mean, it still was a good match. I can't believe they put him over. That was with the, with the, um, well, yeah, isn't you the pure champion? Yeah, I know. But they put him over clean. That's what. Yeah, with the line tamer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was shocked about. But I don't know. Now at least there'd be some kind of something so it semi screwed lead up to get him into the line tamer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like I said, it's wrestling nowadays. Tell you what it for what it is. You know, <laughs> at least nobody bled. Nobody bled this week, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, no, nobody, huh? Yeah. Well, they've had blood like every week, so they needed a week where nobody bled. Now, where were they? Maybe, maybe they're in a commission state. Where were they? Ohio. That yeah, is not a commission state, no. Okay. I guess I figured it's, they've had so much blood here lately that they um given a night off, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They have been pretty uh, pretty friendly with the blade. Yes, they have. They bled a lot, Definitely. Definitely reminds you of '80s wrestling with a lot of the blood, much blood as you see. So. Speaking speaking of blood, I guess we got to cover it. Ric Flair's last match. I didn't see it. A lot of people didn't like it, but I didn't see it, so I have no, you know, I can't say yay nay or whatever, you know. I mean, he he drew a house. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, he definitely drew a house. Um, I don't know. I saw a few clips. If he, I hope he wanted to do it. When uh, surely it was his idea, wasn't it? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was scared. Is what is basically what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, there was time. There was um, times when there was flashes of a flare. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was fun. But like, I I know he threw a chop at Double J. Double J ducked it. And man, there was nothing behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And then when well, he I mean, could, and I saw the finish where he couldn't even get up after the figure four. Yeah. He just worried the hell out of me. I mean, I mean, I, you know, I, I didn't see it. I just heard stuff that people were upset, saying I wasn't good. It was horrible, and you know, it was just, it shouldn't have ever happened. But I mean, what do you expect? Was he seventy-two? I mean, but who am I to talk? I wrestled a man in his seventies. 
Joe was in his 70s, I think. I don't know. 60s at yeah. least. No, he was in his 70s by the time you wrestled him. Yeah, so I so, yeah, so I mean. But that's a freaking nature, though. Yeah. And Flair's had a lot of health problems the last 15 years, too. So I, I think that might be what it, what it's giving so much to is that, like, his last health problem where he had that, the surgery and stuff like that. Like, yeah. eh, and he had a pacemaker in. Like, Joe didn't have none of that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But from what I read, some a few things I read is that Jarrett worked his butt off. Oh, I figured that would happen. <laughs> I said he worked his butt off. Him and Lethal both. And, and let's yeah. give it up to Jeff Jarrett, who in 2022 was the it guy for a major wrestling weekend. Hey, that's true. Two different promotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One that's notorious not about letting people work places. Exactly. Yep. And he's also got a job job there you know an office job yeah, there yeah yeah exactly yeah. wild man so after, get, me after getting fired from there <laughs> not too long ago yeah not too long ago yeah but yeah give it to new york for letting him do that that was good on their part oh no it's totally rad yeah um i also they, believe that they were I, I believe i heard that they were there like they had cameras there and they've mm-hmm. been filming like flair's build-up I'm sure, yeah, that's something they can make money off on the Peacock, you know, put on the Peacock and people watch it. Yeah, and especially you know? they'll, they'll be like, hey, we had your real retirement match. You owe this to us. Yeah. <laughs> We've always had 27 and a half matches since then. And a yeah. couple of retirements. <laughs> yeah, remember when you promised you'd retire and then didn't? Yeah, went, to, went to TNA and wrestled. <laughs> hmm. Anyway. Wish he would have took his shirt into his trunks. I know that's just that pictures I seen. I was like, yeah, I wish he would have. Because at first I thought he had a, a old K and H one piece on, you know, um, like Mark Marco. Uh, uh, Bar- Bar- yeah, there you go. <laughs> I messed it up. Yeah, that's what I thought it was at first, and then I was like, no, nah, it's a shirt hanging. Down. Yeah, I, I was hoping he's gonna have it tucked in because he had Nature Boy on the back looking all cool, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, just just yeah. tuck it in. It won't be that bad. Yeah. Actually, look better. Looked I don't know, better. but I was just worried about him. I'm glad. Hey, he's fine now, so I'm glad he got the. Yeah, well, man, it's it was just, it was just scary. Yeah, well, so that um, was there an uh, actual total of attendance? You know what? I've I've, I've never seen. Uh, let me see if I can find that. Where's last match attendance? Let's see what the old search engines tell us. About four thousand. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I didn't see, I never saw a big, like, zoomed out picture of the building. So I don't know what they drew. Well, they have, did they have a big stage? Not, not WWE big, sure. But at least took some of the, some of the, um, part of the arena away for seating. Yeah. I'm sure they had four or 5,000 there, probably. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not finding any reported numbers. Well, but it was a lot. It was, <laughs> oh, it was packed. It was yeah. So. It was packed, and now paid. and and now no longer can Conrad Thompson say I'm not a wrestling promoter. Yep. <laughs> yep. He made a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure. The week, I'm the sure a lot of guys did the... over that weekend. Yeah. All right. Everybody come out happy on. I'm sure. Um, now this week is the what? The gathering, in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. The gathering down in Charlotte, I believe, is this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because Scott Teal sent me an email said this morning, so they were leaving. Four o'clock this morning, he said, I said, we're headed to Charlotte. He's got like 18 tables. Him and some guy, they're, in, they're doing, they went together having a, like a banquet and all kinds, they're doing all kinds of stuff. 
Oh wow! Yeah, it's like a big. Yeah, he's it's he's went all in on this one. So I'm just wondering how if this last weekend is gonna hurt. Yeah. Yeah, because it'd be a convention right after another. Yeah, back to back. It's kind of. Yeah. Know, that, that would suck if it did hurt it, but I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, Conrad did have some traditional people there, but like for the most part, there's a lot of modern people. Yeah, it was one like that had the horsemen, and he didn't have, yeah, he didn't have a lot of. He had the horsemen that included Wyndham and Luger. Yeah, but he didn't have like I don't think he had a lot of. Yeah, most of his was newer people. So yeah, so I think that might help the gathering because they have their own niche. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. they they want the old school. I mean, we have some guys from NWA going down, but we want they want yeah. the old school. Yeah, gotcha. Talent. Speaking of NWA, yeah, they made about it? Oh, I mean, yeah, they made it, they made an announcement. Uh, the begotten is going to be in the tag team battle royal for the NWA United States Tag Team Championships, and uh, probably not trying to win those bad boys. Y'all the number one seed, ain't you? <laughs> I mean that—that's what Danny said. And Dan, Danny covers everything in football. He said something about a first-round buy. I, I didn't think that was true, but you know, if we got it, that'd be sweet. Oh, and you was on TV too, weren't you? Yeah, just uh, if you have Fight TV. Well, by the time this is edited and put up, even if you have YouTube, uh, I was on actually NWA USA this past week uh, as a manager in tights. That's the best position. Same pay, no bumps. Um, there you go. And then we we had another team war match you know, with the uh, with the miserably faithful faithful or the serial crew or Cap Chocula and his merry band of serial misfits. <laughs> so who's all in that? Oh yeah, Count Chocula, Stinnyman. Uh, let's see, <laughs> you got you got Judas. Uh, who who was who was Judas? Gosh, I just ma- I just made this artwork the other day. I saw it on. I saw you post. Yeah, gosh, I can't, I can't remember who I made Judas. Uh, the fruit fruit was uh was gags. I can't yeah, I can't even really remember the name. Listen, Danny is the one who came up with all that. I just <laughs> I just made made the little artwork thing. Yeah. Um, he he's been calling him that this whole time, and I go, dude, I never had that cereal. I know who Count Chocula is. That's the only one. Oh, Frankenberry, obviously. Yeah. That's who Judas yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, Frankenberry. Yeah, the fruit brute is is the gimp because. I didn't know who the fruit brute was. And apparently there was a yummy mummy that I couldn't find a picture of. Uh, I don't remember that. Oh, and Sal, Sal is Booberry. Booberry, yeah. Someone's I remember is Count Chocolate. That was my, that's still my favorite cereal. Booberry and Frankenberry. So it's the ones I remember. But I still, every, every Halloween, I still go and rack up on my Count Chocolate. Every Halloween. So. <laughs> is that, a, is that a seasonal thing now? Yeah. Yeah, it has been for about. 20 years now. Okay. Just seasonal. But Dude, yeah, we, growing up, that's my We had Honey cereal. Nut Cheerios in our house. Like, that was... Yes. That, well, that's what my mom ate. Like, it would just depend on what I grabbed. But, like, you know, it'd be something dumb like Fruit Loops or something like that. Now, when I was young, young, that's when I had, you know, like, Cookie Crisp and Waffle Crisp and all these extra oh, sugary yeah. things. I was chocolate or, or, or Frankie. But most... Every, maybe once a blue moon, I'd get Frankie Berry or Blueberry, but it was a... Every week, Count Chocula. That was a cereal we'd get growing up. It's right still my favorite day, even though they put less marshmallows in it nowadays. I didn't know Count Chocula had marshmallows. Yeah, that's what makes it good. Dude, I don't, again, I've never had it. I like Count Chocula's oh, yeah. Cocoa Puffs oh, or something like that. Around, it's, a box. it's awesome. It's so good. 
Best ever. <laughs> is that is that your number one on your serial Mount Rushmore? All time, yeah. That's my because it's all. Wow, all, you one. said all time, really? Yeah, it's like I said, still my favorite to this day. You know, so but see, my key is what I do is I get them now, and I go down this little IGA down here. I got a big bag of cereal marshmallows. I buy them. I just add them to my to my bowls, and it's and it's perfect. <laughs> And then whenever yeah. I count chocolate, I start putting the marshmallows into my uh, milk cocoa pebbles, which is really good too. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I like the fact that they sell a giant bag of cereal marshmallows. They do. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. And I saw. I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Most definitely. Cut. <laughs> so, but I only eat cereal like once every. Well, when Halloween comes around, I eat maybe once a week, maybe. Then after, after that, around for about a month, I'll eat it once a week, and then I then I go down to about eating it once a month, maybe. I'll eat it all the time. So. Yeah, de- I feel like cereal is something that definitely goes away as you become an adult. It does. It does. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. That's, I just eat it like a snack. It's not even for a meal. It's like a little snack, a little, little bowl of cereal and everything. I, I remember as a teenager, a snack of cereal would be about a whole box. <laughs> She evolved it down and said, I'm going to kill me. <laughs> you ain't all the cereal. What are you doing? Well, see, that's the, that's the lucky thing is mom never liked any of the cereal. Well, she, she liked Honey Nut Cheerios. That was it. Well, we got no, she, my mom, that's what we were eating that week for breakfast every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's what. I would always change, change my stuff, man. I'd be like Fruit Loops one time. Then I'd like flip over. I went through a Rice Krispie treat, or not Rice Krispie treat, but like a, a Rice Krispies phase and a uh, fro- and a Frosted Flakes, not Frosted Flakes, Frosted Mini Wheats phase. Oh, that's nasty. I'm pretty sure the Mini Wheats were because my grandfather put them on top of his cereal and I thought hmm. he, he was cool, so I did it for him. I'm pretty sure that's what that. The Rice Krispies. <laughs> The Rice Krispie treat, uh, the Rice Krispies, I think, came because Mom always had Rice Krispies in the house, and she loved Rice Krispie mm. treats. So mm. if we're out of any cereal, we had a jumbo family box of Rice Krispies. Nah. So I just eat mm. them and put a little, little, uh, little sugar on them. Mm-hmm. I never had to put sugar on them. Or, uh, or, or no, they're real good with bananas. If you ever want to do the, if you do the old uh, TV commercial breakfast. Well, actually, I, I didn't know I was a kid, but now I like Frosted Flakes with bananas in them. Yeah, I, oh I went through a, a cornflakes phase too. I gotta have, I gotta it, have my cereal sweet. I can't do. Dude, it, it's so weird. As a kid, I would get, I would do the, uh, I went through healthy cereal phases, and then it's like when I was a teenager, I'm like, I want this crap covered with sugar. Yeah, that's why I'm now. Still, still this day. <laughs> All right, how do we get on cereal? No. I don't know, man. It, we that we take those roads sometimes. Yeah. Mama says it bees that way sometimes. Yeah, I have to say. <laughs> All right. Anybody you want to plug, add, or subtract? <laughs> I, I think everything is covered automatic, except we did want to say a special word to about our friend uh, Brian Turner and Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Is that the name of the channel? I believe it is. I think so. I think. And Brian's just uploading a whole bunch of stuff that uh, aired in the Nashville area from, I don't know, it looks like late 90s early 2000s seems to be yeah. the era era he's covering oh, um because a lot of that stuff wasn't wasn't recorded or was recorded and then kind of got lost in time and yeah. brian apparently saved everything and been going through boxes yeah, of, uh, of vhs's and yeah. 
You know, Tom, <laughs> like a Brian Turner, the memory I got most is we were in Columbia 2004, and it was a lumberjack match. I, I can't remember who was in the match. I mean, one of them was Bubba Morton. He came running and did a flip on the top rope and was like full. And nobody was paying attention. We look up. Here comes Bubba Morton, full speed, coming at everybody. We just part. Don't catch it because he's like, oh, it's like, it's like, what the crap? You know, we. <laughs> and Brian Turner just sitting there and he just just, just wipes him out. <laughs> I, I mean, man. Flat out flattened. It's like, I don't think Brian ever saw him coming. Because it's like, we moved and he was like, bam, as soon as we moved, he just, <laughs> oh, it was, I, I don't know if he long was only a. <laughs> Poor Brian. Yeah, it was like, what? I mean, because we didn't know what was coming and we just, we just had it fast. We're like, what the crap? We moved and he was standing at the back of the, the where everybody was standing and he. <laughs> You just wiped him out full speed. Well, were you, were you not in Columbia with me when there was like a battle royal or some crazy match with a whole bunch of people and Bubba went to cut the flip, went to the outside, and everyone just moved? Like everyone moved? I'm sure it was, if you probably. Well, most likely. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like I remember that happening when, like, no, one person didn't get wiped out. Everyone said, nah, man. Now, this is one part was Brian Turner, and I'll never forget it because it was like, which is unfortunate. Brian was skinny. Yeah. He was, and that's when, you know, he was really skinny then. And it, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was like he had no time to react. It was like, move, bam, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Every time you bring up Brian Turner, I always get that memory. All right, anyway. Wiped all right, out so, by Bubba Morton's fat butt. Yeah. <laughs> so, besides that, anything else? Uh, definitely. You know, like uh, and subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, on any podcast platform that you listen to. Please give us a rating and subscribe to us. And set your notifications on so you'll get notified uh, notified every time we drop something new. Um, is working the outlaws gone anywhere? I no. Nah, I, 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 yeah, I, I didn't figure it had. I wasn't going to yeah. ask, but yeah. So no, now, man, I, I I think that's all we got. Yeah. Go like, subscribe to people we use on YouTube. Absolutely. As always. Yeah. All right. You got anything else to add? Nah, man. I'm good, dude. If you're done, I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett and Quinn Charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening and God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.